Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Well, new visas for international students will be slashed by more than one-third this year as the federal government tries to slow a rapid increase in temporary residence that has put immense pressure on Canada's housing system. Immigration Minister Mark Miller announced a temporary cap on new student visas at a three-day cabinet retreat in Montreal. Uh, Miller did say the cap on new student visas will be implemented for this year and next. The numbers of new visas handed out this year will be capped at 364,000, but uh, more than 900,000 foreign students had visas to study in Canada last year alone. To put that in context for you, this year alone, the immigration system is still allowing 485,000 immigrants to come to this country. The 900,000 number that I'm mentioning is on top of that, and that has been the challenge in regards to the amount of temporary foreign workers that have come to this uh, country uh, and it is one a segment that we've covered uh, an issue that we have covered significantly on this show tremendous amount of feedback from the public and our listeners as well uh, here's another gentleman joining us now who has talked about this issue and many others he's out here uh, in British Columbia for a couple of days Pierre Polyev is the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada and he joins us now Mr. Polyev thank you for joining us today Great to be with you, Mr. Joe Hall. Let's touch on the issue of immigration and, and international uh, students specifically. Uh, if there was a Pierre Polyev government, based on today's announcement, what would you do differently, or would you do anything differently in regards to what the federal Liberals have been doing? I'd do everything differently. We wouldn't be in this mess if I were Prime Minister. <clears throat> Look, and by the way, you don't have to take my word that we're in a mess. Listen to the Liberals' own rhetoric. The current minister says the system is out of control. He says that it has allowed tens of thousands of students to get federal student visas to study at what he calls puppy mills that offer fake certificates to bring in people who are ultimately going to be workers that are then often exploited, paid below minimum wage, forced 16 into a basement suite or living under bridges and on streets. Uh, And uh, according to the Liberals, causing major housing pressures. But the question is, who was in charge that allowed all of this to happen? Who was in charge that allowed the population to go three, almost three times as fast as the housing stock? Well, the answer is Justin Trudeau was in charge. We never had this chaos in our immigration system beforehand. We had 150 years of nearly perfect consensus across all parties and all regions in favor of immigration, some of the highest uh, sustained levels of immigration successfully in this country than any country in the world and until J- Justin Trudeau came along and through total incompetence caused this mess. But my common sense plan is to bring in a system that ensures that everyone who comes here as an international student is studying at a real university or co- co- college that is certified to deliver a real certificate and a real education, that they have housing and that they must have enough money in the, in the bank and, a, and or a job to pay the bills so that they don't end up in a gang or trafficked uh, into danger. Uh, That is common sense, and that is what I will bring home. Uh, One of the things uh, that we've been talking about on this show is that our system itself, the public system and the private system, have become so reliant on the international student. And this is 
has happened under the federal liberals, but this has been going on for 25, 30 years, which is that particularly at the provincial level, we have become so reliant in regards to international students subsidizing the provincial program or provincial education system that even a cut of 35% across the country, 50% in Ontario, probably very close to 50% here in British Columbia, will have a significant impact on the viability of some programs just because the dollars haven't been there. How would you fix that problem? Because I agree with you in regards to the diploma mills. I think most Canadians, reasonable Canadians, would agree with you. This has gone way too, way too long. But the problem is the system is addicted to the international student dollar. How do you fix that problem? Because cutting is one thing. But the next thing is they're all going to come to the, the government saying we need more money. These schools will be saying that. How do we fix that? Well, where's the money going I don't understand how it is that in, tuition has gone up, federal funding to post-secondary has gone way up, provincial funding has gone way up, and the number of international students paying exorbitant fees has gone up by hundreds of percent. It looks to me like all the money is being vaporized by an ever-growing bureaucracy. So these institutions should focus on frontline teaching and services to students rather than back-office bureaucracies. Uh, that's how we get the system under control. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand you're going to be heading up to the northwest of our province, uh, the Terrace Kitimat area. Uh, why do you want to head up there? Because the great people up there deserve stronger representation. After eight years of Trudeau, they, uh, everything costs more. Housing costs have doubled. We have a, cr- a drug crisis. Uh, numerous resource projects are blocked, depriving First Nations of employment opportunities. And the local liberal a local NDP MP has sold out the constituents there to sign on to a coalition that keeps Trudeau in power. I will be there with a common sense message to axe the tax, fix the budget, stop the crime, and build the homes. That will be my message up north, and I think it will get a good feedback from the common sense people there. Um, Mr. Polyev, you've talked about uh, natural resource projects and I used to work for the LNG industry. There's a big project of their LNG Canada, the largest private sector investment in the history of this country being built, very close to being done. You have the coastal gas pipeline, you have the TMX pipeline that's also being built. Uh, there is obviously a significant need for our resources here in this province and across uh, the world. Uh, at the same time, we have to, be in the, have to be focused on an energy transition as well. I know know how you feel about the carbon tax. I know how you feel about that region and how you feel about the building uh, and making sure we support our natural gas uh, and natural and those involved in natural resources. But can you explain to me what your energy transition program would look like moving forward as well? Because we still do have to move to a, a cleaner, greener future, whatever that may look like, but we still have to do so. What would you do to, to make that transition? Technology and not taxes. I would green light green projects like small modular nuclear reactors to supply emissions-free baseload electricity uh, that will replace dirty coal fire uh, onto grids in places like Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Alberta, and Saskatchewan. I would green light to hydroelectric dams and the export of civilian-grade Canadian uranium for nuclear power around the world, I would green light more natural gas projects. You mentioned LNG Canada. That was approved under the previous Harper government. Trudeau has not brought a single LNG project to fruition out of the 18 that were proposed when he took office. While the Americans have completed seven, the Qataris have doubled their production. The Germans built an import terminal from concept to completion in 194 days. But here in Canada, we can't get anything built because... Trudeau's built a a bureaucracy 
to block approvals. So I will repeal C-69 to rapidly approve projects that will replace dirty, high-emitting energy with low-emitting Canadian natural gas, hydroelectricity, uh, and Canadian um, uh, nuclear. Uh, that is, that's the way we do it, not by making traditional energy more expensive, but by making low-emitting alternatives more affordable. Keep in mind, Trudeau and the NDP want to quadruple the carbon tax to 61 cents a litre. I worry about seniors having to skip meals uh, in order to pay that enormous tax hike. Only the common-sense Conservatives will act the tax so you pay less and bring home more. Uh, Mr. Polyev, always good to chat. Look forward to having you in studio one of these days. I know you've got a very busy schedule, but would love to chat with you in, in the studio one of these days yes, as well. Thank- I know. We've been talking about that for too long. We're going to have to make that happen. <laughs> we will, and I know we will. There you go. Thank you so much for your time, and enjoy your uh, travels up in Terrace and Kitimat. Many blessings to you, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye, Mr. Joe Hall.